Hello everyone. Now, when I say the word evil, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Maybe upon hearing that word you thought about a horrific crime or a perpetrator. Maybe you thought about a horror film that you've seen. Perhaps your first thought had some religious undertones to it. Maybe the battle between good and evil. Let's just pick up on that last part, good and evil. What makes something, or more specifically, someone, evil? Is it nature? Nurture? Can some humans really be born with evil intent? So this was a question that I posed to my own students, and today I'm joined by Charlotte, a Year 10 biologist, who will give her take on this widely debated subject. Charlotte, first I want to say a huge thank you uh, to you for joining me on this podcast. And I'm sure the listeners are keen to hear your stance on this, so I'll hand straight over to you. Thank you for having me. The question of whether humans are born evil has arguably been one of the most significant and widely debated questions asked by philosophers and psychologists. To be able to answer this question, the word evil must be properly defined. The dictionary defines evil as profoundly immoral and wicked. This definition makes it difficult to establish the boundaries as to what evil actually is. I would argue that defining what evil is in terms of humanity involves purposely hurting or killing another human without provocation such as the behaviour demonstrated by psychopaths. So historically, the Augustine Christian doctrine states that sin is inherent in humans and that they were born predisposed to do bad things and disobey God. This idea originated from the Bible, where Eve ate the apple in the Garden of Eden and cursed humanity to be born with the same sin. However, this viewpoint was only promulgated because it allowed the church to control their congregation, maintaining the hierarchy of power in society at the time. More recently, these ideas were challenged by the 7th and 18th century philosophers Hobbes and Rousseau. They opposed each other in a debate as to whether humans were innately good or evil. Hobbes followed the Christian church and argued that sin is inherent in humans, whereas Rousseau believed humans were born good. Rousseau argued that we are born good and civilization corrupts us, but Hobbes argued we are born evil and the restraints of civilization contain us. Psychopaths often display telltale symptoms of psychopathy from a very young age, which brings into question whether their DNA predisposes them to violence and a lack of empathy, or whether it's their upbringing. Recently, psychologists have proved psychopaths have reduced connections in the parts of the brain that stimulate remorse and guilt. Using fMRI scans on prisoners diagnosed as psychopathic, scientists could trace reduced connections in the ventromedial prefrontal cortex and the amygdala. It is arguable that as your genetic makeup codes the brain, psychopaths are born evil. However, the brain changes over time, so to solidly conclude a psychopath is born evil, the tests would need to be conducted on young children. According to the study by the University of Michigan in 2016, psychopathic symptoms can be seen in children as young as two years old. Some children tested rated high on the DC scale, displaying no remorse, selfishness and misbehaviour. 
At two years old, it could be presumed that the child's upbringing hasn't majorly influenced them yet, and their first signs of their personality are only beginning to develop. Therefore, any demonstration of their psychopathic behaviour would have to originated from their genes. However, senior psychologists have theorised that the first year of a child's life is the most important, and what happens to them during this time influences how they will behave as an adult. So although they may rate high on the DC scale at age two, this may be due to their upbringing and not their genes. The American serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, would be considered as extreme on the spectrum of evil. He was convicted of cannibalism and the murder of 17 people. Interestingly, he was deprived of attention as a child and this would suggest that his upbringing affected his behaviour negatively and was eventually one of the reasons that Damer became a killer. However, Jeffrey bro Jeffrey's brother David received the same upbringing as Jeffrey but never displayed any violent behaviour or lack of emotional capacity. Jeffrey also shows symptoms of psychopathy from a very young age, such as torturing animals, which implies his psychopathic nature was genetic. I believe that some genes can predispose someone to violent behaviour, but with enough positive examples, the same genes can result in behaviour that demonstrates ambition or determination. This would explain why the Damer brothers grew up to become so different. So Rabi published a paper at the University of Glasgow that stated that genes like the MAOA gene, which is strongly correlated to violent and aggressive behaviour, has a heavy influence on your personality. A child's upbringing usually contributes to how prominent the gene becomes, so not all of those possessing the MAOA gene become violent. One's makeup is fixed at birth, and as a child would have no upbringing at this point, it could be concluded that children born with the MAOA gene have evil tendencies. On the contrary, the 2010 study at the University of Yale showed that infants demonstrate altruistic behaviour even when not rewarded. This suggests that from a very young age, children have an idea of what is morally right and wrong. Does this mean, therefore, that most children are born with a predisposition to be good and some evil? If this is the case, we'd have to question why rehabilitation of prisoners is even attempted if people will always revert to being evil. So according to the philosopher John Locke, every child is a tabula rasa, which means blank state, which led him to the conclusion that humans can't be born evil because their behaviour and personality is malleable. Also, how can an infant be legitimately defined as evil when it has not displayed any behaviour to demonstrate this? Any hypothesis trying to prove humans can be born evil would just have to be speculation as their upbringing influences their personality. Maybe perhaps the question isn't as simple as whether you are born good or evil, and that we are a mixture of both. Neuroscientist Paul Zak, in a BBC documentary, are you good or evil, research the chemical interaction between oxytocin and testosterone in our brains and concluded that in a competitive and cooperative world, our actions are governed by both chemicals. Therefore, no one is truly evil or good. We're a mixture of both. So in conclusion, I believe humans are born with a certain character traits that could, if encouraged in a certain direction, result in evil behaviour. However, 
I do not believe our genes wholly define us, as we can be socially conditioned to learn correct behaviours. And to end on a quote, as Robert Louis Stevenson once said, all human beings are commingled out of good and evil.